The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, First Bank, Fat Willie Sports Bar on River Rock Boulevard in Murfreesboro, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, and the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tansel and My Team Insurance, Steve Record with RAI Advisors, and Rayburn Insurance in Smyrna. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. And everyone, welcome into all sports talk. It's really nice Monday in Murfreesboro. October's about gone. Jeff Jordan from brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Calvin Financial Services, Edward Jones. Joins me as he typically does on a Monday and looking mighty sharp and bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Still wearing my MTSU shirts. I haven't given up. Well, you're going to get you're going to get another fresh start of seasons here before long. Basketball is about r- just around the corner. My tickets have arrived. They have arrived. They have arrived. Paper tickets. Paper you're, you're a paper ticket man. And I, oh yes, I definitely am. I am told that this will be the last year. Last year for. That, that you can't even get them at all right now. Right now, you have to request them to get them. That is correct. If, otherwise, you're going to get them electronically. I. It took a while for me to get used to it, but last year that's what we used and, and did just fine. We're showing our age, Jeff. Uh, yeah, that's what my wife said, and she's right. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's great. <laughs> I, I'm just still comfortable with that ticket in my hand, you know. But, but okay. You know, the young crowd's laughing at you right now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I guess that's probably right. But either way, they're all expensive anymore. Well, I'm looking forward to two great years, men and women. I'm, 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 I'm very, very, well, confident and hopeful. Let's get to breaking news to start with. Two two things. Let's go baseball first. Tonight, the Rangers and Astros will play their seventh game. The home team has won none so far. <laughs> Texas, uh, it got them right where they want them, but playing in Houston for the league championship tonight. And today, this afternoon, the Phillies and uh, Diamondbacks are playing. Diamondbacks were up 3 to nothing last count I had when I left the house about 15 minutes ago in, uh, in the second inning. Well, you know, there was one thing that we didn't mention last week, and this, and this is my fault. I, I should have I mentioned this, and that, and that is that the Fans in Philadelphia are are rabid fans. They are. They are really behind them, and I think that's made some difference. Maybe I don't know whether it has or may make a difference tonight. I don't know. I don't have any idea. Um, but I'm for the four teams that are there. I'm I'm pulling for the Phillies. It sounds like I may be wasting my time. I? Well, I you know last fifteen. I haven't looked at the score lately, but uh, it may be seven to three Phillies by now. It started out, Arizona pitcher walked the first two Phillies batters, and the crabbed crowd, as you mentioned, just on fire. Yeah. Got out of it. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, up cup comes uh, Tommy Pham, home run. Next player, home run. Next batter, single. Next batter, double to the wall. So they've taken the Phillies, at least for that time period, the Phillies fans out of it a bit, which is really important, I think. Oh, yeah, I, I, I certainly agree with that. And, but I, I don't know what will happen, of course, but I would almost promise you that Philadelphia will, will threaten numerous times in the remaining part of that game. Now, whether they will come through or not, I have no idea. Um, but uh, I, I'm, I'm kind of hopeful that they could – that they could win it. I, I would I would like for Texas to win it because they've never won it. Texas up 4-2 to two going into the ninth last night. Put a uh, grand slam on Houston and wins 9-2. to two. So that game, final seventh game is tonight. Phillies lose tonight and uh, they'll play tomorrow night. Nothing. Uh, are you Are you certain about that? I'm just I'm just asking about the Philadelphia. I thought this was I, I, a, a game seven as well. Well, we'll no. look it up. Just see. Let, let's go. Speaking of Philadelphia, we'll, hmm. we'll do that at break. Speaking of Philadelphia, yeah, <laughs> I know where you're going. <laughs> Kevin Byard, the mayor of Murfreesboro, as he's known in the NFL, is now a Philadelphia Eagle. Traded about three hours ago to the Eagles. And Jeff, what's interesting to, to us here in Murfreesboro about that is. Once Reed Blankenship comes off the injured reserve, which is expected maybe even this Saturday, it will form an all-Middle Tennessee safety brigade for the Phillies, Blankenship and Kevin Byard, which is pretty interesting to me. Yes, it, you know, I agree with that. And I, I was thinking about, about this, and really I feel very, very sorry for him. And the him I'm talking about is me. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, but he, he may well be in, in a Super Bowl. And if not, he's going to be with a team that's got a chance to go every year. Uh, and he's going to have great teammates in a, in a city that is, loves and sometimes hates its, it's oh, yeah, teams. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they really They're get on. They're one way or the other. Yeah, but, you know, the old Brooklyn Dodgers were that way too. I mean, fans all over them all the time, and they loved them. So, you know, I, I don't know. But he's he's got a chance. Probably make a little bit more money. But I, I'm – I don't see how we can look at the trade as we know it. Take salary out of it. Just just forget about the money for a minute, if you, if that's possible. I think we lost. I, I think we what, what did we get? A fifth and sixth round draft. Fifth pick? and sixth round draft choice plus a safety from Philly. Uh, yeah. Name I don't know. If, if I did know it, I still wouldn't know it. You wouldn't. Right. Either, no, I, think. I wouldn't. You're right. Uh, that I, it sounds like to me, we traded a, a first round All Pro player. Who has a lot of upside too? I mean, everything that he does. Old Greybeard at thirty years old. Yeah, and he's got a lot of class connected with him, I think, and he plays hard and he plays every game. Now that could change tomorrow. I don't know, but he always shows up for work, which you can't say that about him. any Titan who who can you know gets hurt eating dinner. Uh, I mean, it's <laughs> the darndest thing I've ever seen. But he doesn't. He's there. And I hope he can do the same thing in Philadelphia. So, you know, I'm proud for him. I, I really am. Very He's, gracious in his in his letter to the fans, to the Titans organization, as you expected he would be. And, uh, J- Jeff, what they traded away was a high salary. Yeah. And a 2-4 and four team that looks like their the quarterback is out for a while. It's hard to see t- the Titans in the playoffs this year based upon all that. And I think they struck while the iron – they thought the iron was hot. Well – is, have they made an announcement yet on Tannehill? 
Uh, I mean, is, is it, I don't know that anything official, but all speculation is is ninety nine and a half percent confident that he will not play this weekend. Now well, that said, who do you? There's the controversy. Controversy. The discussion right now is which of the two backup quarterbacks do you play? The the young man who's been there for two years and played ten games, or Levitt, who's from Kentucky, who's not played at all yet, but appears to be the Titans' quarterback of the future. What do you do? We've had a lot of those quarterbacks of the future. Haven't well, we? yeah, that, that happens a lot in lots of places. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I would, I'd probably throw the Kentucky guy out there and see what happens. But the only reason that I would would likely do that is because the the other kid from from Liberty has really pretty much proven that he's it's just a real struggle with him. It's just really difficult, and he's pretty much proven that he can't do it to this point. So. Might as well give the other guy a chance, uh, but there are situations where players like him have struggled in their first ten or eleven games. You got traded someplace else another season or two and come back and play. Jalen Hurts for the Eagles, for example, did not come into the league and set the world on fire year one or two. But I think that Levitz is clearly the, the quarterback that when you draft somebody in in the early rounds like they did last year, second round, you, that's who you expect to be the player. So I. My guess will be Levitz will start on Saturday, Sunday. I, I should say. I think I think that's probably true, and and you know it also um, uh, kind of makes me think back a little bit um, uh, to various teams and whatnot that I know about or coached or or played on for that matter, and they were few, but uh, the, quite often you would have a kid, and I bet you had him at Laverne. I know you did had him at Laverne for sure, that you wanted them on your side. And the reason you wanted them on your side is because they usually were on the winning side. Yes. Even though necess- they weren't necessarily the leading score or leading this or leading that, but they just seemed to be a winner. And they didn't like to lose. Well, I think Hertz was that way. I, I definitely think so. Even though he he he, he had to, to, to leave Alabama, which was his choice, and he left with class and that sort of thing. Well, I think I think Bynard's is that way. I, I I just think you want him you want him around you. You know, you he's a leader in the locker room. He's very well spoken. The guy is really it doesn't say the wrong thing. And you know, Tim, something else that bothers me sometimes, and I, I don't know if it bothers you or not, um, but it does bother me is how players look. How they how they dress and sure, how they look sure, and stand sure. and present themselves, present themselves yes. and and have subject verb agreement you know just normal little things and care about that yes that, that's right and he and he does that it's in, that's very important to him for sure and, yep. and he does that uh, there are those Jeff that would say Malik Willis deserves the opportunity to, to play this thing out for two or three straight games my comment back to that. This ain't high school, guys. That's right. In 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 high school, I might have been that way to let the the player that rode the pine a little bit, but the senior that deserves a, a shot. But Jeff, in professional football, you're going to go with the guy that you think is going to give you the best chance to win, long especially long term. And I, I think we'll, we'll just have to see how they do it. But I'm again, I'm betting on uh, Levitz to be the starter. Well. Has, has the other kid ever won a game? Uh, yeah, I think they've. I think they've had a game or two that they've won with him at uh, Helm. I don't. Okay. He's not. All right. I don't. I don't remember. Well, not a lot. No. <laughs> no. There's. There's. There's no pattern of success ratio there. 
Well, considering the fact that he didn't play the, either two wins this year and they and their 11 losses in their last uh, 13. Yeah, 13 games. I mean, he couldn't have won very many. Uh, and 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 you and you said the other kid may give you a better chance to win. Well, I think he deserves a chance to to show that. But I do I do agree with what you said. One thing he's been there three years, and uh, maybe he hasn't shown you know the, what you want him to show during that time. So he's had plenty of opportunity to show you, and he's and he's had plenty of opportunity to to show you when when he knew he was the only one that was going to play. And he couldn't do it, so I, I I don't know. I'm glad that I don't make the money to make that decision. But well, I'll be watching the Phillies game. Phillies, I got them on my mind. By the way, they're down three to one in the bottom of the third. Oh, Arizona's well. up. Oh, we were then striking Eagles, distance. <laughs> they did those starting lineups and the players come on and the screen and they say who they are and where they're from. Kevin Byard, Middle Tennessee. Reed Blankenship, Middle Tennessee. That's yeah. a that's pretty <laughs> strong to have two safeties. For the, the, who would have ever dreamed really that that would happen? First of all, who, Reed Blankenship was a walk-on. Uh, you know, he was a non-drafted player. Who expected <laughs> him to start in year two? He, he, he sure is. At MGSU, that guy, I tell you what, he was Everywhere. always around the football. Even if he didn't make the tackle or the hit, he, he was there somewhere around making something happen. And he did it game after game after game. And, and I know he had an injury problem, and you could tell the difference. Sure. He, uh, the, the day he got hurt, uh, and, I'm, and you're right. It would be great most of the time. It, it a lot of a lot of times when they when they come on TV and they give their name and and, and where they're from, um, it, it's not well. It, it's pretty rare that more than two of them came from the same school. Right. You know, maybe I think the last one I saw where I really paid attention, two of them were from Alabama. Other than that, they were from all over the country. And a couple of them evidently didn't play college football. And they sure. told, and they gave their high school name. Or they didn't like the college football team. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe something like that. I don't know. I would have played, but the coach didn't like me. That's what you're always supposed to say. Well, it'll be interesting. How that, I think probably that we're, we're the only ones in – in the, the whole country right now that figured out that these two guys are from the same school. <laughs> yeah. But at some point in time, that'll be a selling point, I guess. Let's take a break. When we come back, let's talk some more local football. How about that? That'd be great. Right after this on All Sports Talk. Hey, it's Scott. When it comes to health, there are numbers that every man needs to know, including our very own testosterone numbers. I recommend going to Low T Center where they make it quick and easy to get your levels checked, and it's only 25 bucks. You walk in, take a simple blood test, and with their on-site lab, you'll know your results in about 25 minutes. Low testosterone levels can make you feel tired, grumpy, cause lack of motivation, and drive. It can also raise your cholesterol, cause weight gain, and loss of muscle mass. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. At McCabe Vision Center, we have added a full cosmetic line to the services that we provide. Dr. Craig McCabe. We provide laser treatments to get rid of those little brown splotches, surface blood vessels, as well as fine lines and wrinkles. McCabe Vision Center. Make yourself look 10 years younger. Call McCabe Vision Center. 
on Heritage Park Drive behind SunTrust Bank. Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. On 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Play up, man, Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee win. Raiders win the championship. Your source for the big blue in the borough. News Radio WGNS. Hello, friends. Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. More than I can count, we have taken care of families who were totally caught off guard with the passing of a loved one. There are so many details to tie up. It really can be overwhelming. Again, more than I can count are the comments from families who have pre-planned and pre-funded their or their loved one's funeral, saying it would have been a financial hardship had we not. Let me help you pre-plan. Call me at 615-893-2422. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back into All Sports Talk. Tim Tacken along with Jeff Jordan. Jeff brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Coffin Financial Services. Middle Tennessee Jeff has a 19-day break. Their, their game left this past week... They didn't play on Saturday because they played on Tuesday. Then they have a bye week. Then they have a week to play. So 19 days at this particular time. Good news is you got a chance to get some really injuries taken care of. Bad news is you can lose whatever momentum you happen to have, which is not a lot at 2-6. and So probably a good thing. We don't play on Sunday, do we? We need to play on a Sunday. Why would that be? Well, just a, that's just the one day of the week we haven't played. We haven't played Sunday. Okay. Well, the, the goal is to play on Tuesday night because there's not another football game to be played <laughs> in the country. On okay. Sunday, you're butting up against the NFL. That's probably not a good idea. Okay. We won't do it then. I, it just sounded. <laughs> All that said. Uh, Tuesday very... night sounds good to you. <laughs> well. I know what I, you mean. I, I'm just going, you're right. going through the, the, the deal here. Uh, Liberty. Middle Tennessee gave them all they wanted, as a matter of fact. And, and I don't know if you noticed, Jacksonville State beat Western Kentucky last week yes. as well, a team that Middle very well could have beat. This season is 2-6. and Would have, could have, should have. Sometimes you think the fate should be better, but pretty good football team, and uh, they've got a chance to win the last four. Uh, I know that's not going to appease the fans, and I understand that, but uh, I think this team's got a chance to finish out strong. I think the – I believe we have to go to New Mexico State. And if that's true, that's going to make that game very, very tough. But that's that's the toughest game we got left, is, is the next one, actually. Uh, and obviously, you always want to win out and all that kind of stuff. You know, we we hear all that all the time about six wins, like like we're just tickled to death with six wins. I guess at this point, I would be. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be fine. Well, our schedule for a long time has been loaded top heavy. When you start out with Alabama and Missouri. Colorado State's turned out to be a very good football team this year as well. So um, all that said, uh, so no Rick Stocks will live tonight. That's kind of where I was headed with this on the Blue Raider Network here on GNS because of uh, 
no game on Saturday, so he'll be on next Monday. So we got till six o'clock to talk a little bit of high school football. Let's do that. Well, we're right at, at right at the peak uh, of, of the of the uh, the beginning of the of the playoff system. We've got one more week to go, and a lot of meaningful games uh, will be played this week. You want the scores from last week first? Well, let's or? get the scores from last week and kind of go from there. Rockvale wins a big one, beats Blackman 27-22. Eagleville destroys Richland 33-0. Stewart's Creek beats Laverne 21-7. Middle Tennessee Christian School 41, PCA 0. Oakland 42, Ravenwood 18. And Oakland trailed in that game 12-0 and came roaring back. Riverdale 49, Siegel 7. And Smyrna 30, Antioch 26. Uh, Those were the scores from last week. And... Uh, although we didn't, we couldn't win them all because we played each other. Am I right in saying that that clinched the number one seed for Smyrna being yes, Antioch? I, I believe that is correct. Yes. Good for them. And yes. It's hard to imagine that Antioch was in the well. They're not in the fight. They're going to be in the playoffs. They're probably the number two, I guess. Uh, a team that has been woeful for years. I uh, I haven't talked to Coach Williams and Smyrna. Uh, I don't know how long. I hear him on the radio with John O'Brien. But I, I chalk a great deal of their success uh, because he has limited talent. I, I, I really uh, – I'm, I'm giving him a lot I'm of credit. I want to say they started 0-3. Is that right? Yeah, I think and that is right. And scored, I think, like one touchdown in three games to start the season. At a point where the coaching and keeping the kids head above water was very, very important. I think so. And, and that generally means that somebody on the coaching staff, probably all of them, are doing a very good job and of, of practicing hard and trying to get better every week and that kind of thing. And maybe you have some, some player leadership, too. I imagine he has some of that. When I saw them play, which was just well, Wayne Blair and I went down and watched them play, had dinner and so forth. And I, my opinion when, when I left was I'll just be cold-bloodedly honest about it. They had a couple of players that could just fly, and Smyrna did, and everybody else was just, you know, there. That's was my opinion, and they were too small. And I thought, well, this team is probably well, not going to – Well, small and small is not a good combination. No, it's not. But, but look at them now. They, they, they have, are leading or have won. Well, you reckon the, they grew the up or something? I don't know what <laughs> happened to them, but I suggest coaching had something to do with it. Anyway, Well, I'm, Middle Tennessee Christian School clinches their division as well. Big win over PCA. PCA has had, a, to me, an exceptional year playing their first year of football. Uh, no real surprise there. Middle Tennessee Christian School has been a, really a powerhouse for the last two or three years, and uh, tough score there. But PCA is in the playoffs, so good for them. I'm delighted for Coach Ferguson. There again, I think the coaching had a lot to do with it. Start out the first year with a, a, a full football schedule uh, rather than eight-man football, playing eleven. And uh, uh, of course, he's coached that for a long, long time, so he, he certainly knows what he's doing, and I, he must have done an exceptional job. Are there any games this week that matter a lot, Jeff? Well, <laughs> okay. You, I think that means you want a schedule, don't you? <laughs> I was just kind of seeing if you got one or two games in there that really might make a difference. Well, um, make a difference. Uh, uh, I don't know what's what's uh, Siegel and Rockvale. Maybe uh, it may it may determine uh, the the seating. You know. Um, I guess the obvious, I, let me, I'll just give the schedule here. Thursday night, first of all, as far as I know, this was beginning of the year schedule. Ezell Harding is at Middle Tennessee Christian School, and Cornersville is at Eagleville. 
Uh, and I think I think that game means a good deal. I believe Eagleville really needs to win that game. Friday, Coffee County at Blackman, Antioch at Laverne, uh, Siegel at Rockvale, Smyrna at Cane Ridge, McGavock at Stewart's Creek, and obviously I left the, the Battle of the Borough last. But Riverdale goes to Oakland. Uh, and really your question was, does, does that does it make a, a real difference in, in Oakland and Riverdale? And the answer likely is no. If uh, flowers are concerned, you're probably correct. We'll yeah. explain that in a minute, but, but – don't don't tell that to a Riverdale fan. No, right no, now. no, no. I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> I understand what's at stake and what the fans expect from both teams, or for both teams. I I, I get all that, but as as you're well aware, they may well have to turn right around and play again, and uh, it happens frequently that 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 happens, uh, and so it, it, I really don't care what the score is. Really, right. will you agree with me? Whoever's one or two. Riverdale or Oakland, and, and whoever wins this game will be seeded one, whoever is seeded two. Whoever's one or two are likely to play in week three of the playoffs. Yes. That's your, that's kind of your point. Yes. The game that will matter more, but Riverdale <laughs> hadn't beat Oakland in a while. That's correct. And uh, they put up some impressive numbers. We're all interested to see how close, how, how how much the gap is closed, if if at all, or has it closed completely, has they, has they got there. My opinion from a distance is that Oakland is like is, – if we were having a point spread, which we are not, Oakland would be favored to win the football game. They're at home. They're rolling. They're doing well. They won state championships in a row, whatever it is. Haven't lost a, district, uh, a region game in 10 years. Haven't lost a region game since, you know, well, I don't know, but a long time. Uh, and – I would say they would be favored. Now, Riverdale has been scoring points in, in by bucket loads. Uh, whether they can stop Oakland or not and whether they can score at that rate, I have no idea. But on paper, at least, it looks like the two teams are fairly evenly matched. The weather should be outstanding this weekend, so that will be a packed house at Ray Hughes Field, I'm sure. And it will be right here on WGNS Radio with Brian Barrett and a cast of probably, I don't know how many people he's got helping him now, about 14 or 15 different people participate. Should, <laughs> so. be, should be a good one for sure, uh, Jeff. Uh, and then the playoffs began. And Smyrna, we've mentioned in there, and I'd have to look at the standings, but I believe Laverne might sneak into the playoffs. They might. We'll have to look and see. Uh, either Riverdale or Oakland, one of them will host a game. Um, uh, the first game for sure, and we just have to see after that. We haven't been published yet, so I, don't, I haven't even looked at it, so I don't know. But if you win your region, you're going to host, right? Right. So uh, one of them is going to win the region. A good thing tomorrow. to do is maybe pay attention to WGNS Radio on Friday night and get all the scores, and then Saturday morning you can listen to c- coaches talk, and they'll have everything all laid out for you. I would imagine that Brian will have that done. Um, uh, by, usually he has it done before the TWSAA has it done. I don't, I don't know whether that'll be true or not this, this year, but it, it will be pretty obvious. And uh, there'll be some football to go see. Uh, uh, Middle Tennessee Christian School will probably host a game. And, uh, and we really don't know it's possible that somebody else might host. All right, let's take a break. We'll get to Chip Walters with the Blue Raider Insider Report. We'll be back after that on All Sports Talk. If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Crew, here's what you've been missing. You think we're way out there? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't miss the Wake Up Crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. 
Good afternoon. We see this heavy traffic ride on schedule over here at 65 up by Metro Center and Rosa Parks. It's been dragging a bit on 24 westbound around Shelby because of an accident. Again, it's uh, trying to get across that Sullivan Evans Bridge going westbound. It's busy, but it's moving. 24 continuing out towards Murfreesboro. Had some problems out there earlier. That's much better on 24 westbound at 840 where that dump truck crashed earlier. Prince's Hot Chicken is hiring at all locations. Check out that menu right now at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Get it later from the paper or get it now from the radio. WGNSRadio.com. Weird News Radio WGNS 100.5, 101.9, Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let me show you with discounts up to 4 40% you may find it even cost less. At State Farm, when home and auto works as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, Call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. Next on WGNS and All Sports Talk, it's the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters of Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates, brought to you by Rayburn Insurance, RAI Advisors, and My Team Insurance. The report coming up after this. When Rutherford Countyans think of insurance professionals, they think Rayburn Insurance Agency at 200 South Lowry in Smyrna, meeting the needs of thousands of customers since 1973. You can trust Rayburn Insurance with all your needs, a place where customer service really matters. It's personal with Rayburn Insurance, as fans of local sports, as friends, and as insurance professionals. Check them out at rayburn.net or call 615-459-4145. Rayburn Insurance, for business, auto, home, and life insurance. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody. Let's talk future football schedules. Right now, the Blue Raiders have a couple of weeks off before playing at New Mexico State on November 4th, but there's been some movement on upcoming uh, non-conference football games. The uh, Blue Raiders have rescheduled three future games and have set the date for one non-conference contest. This uh, is reported by fbschedules.com, and their source is the uh, athletic website, goblueraiders.com. Middle was scheduled to begin a home-and-home football series with the Duke Blue Devils on the road in Durham next year on September 21st. The date for that contest does remain the same, but... The location has been switched. It will be in Murfreesboro. So Middle Tennessee and Duke uh, next year, September 21st at Floyd Stadium. The second game of the series, which was previously scheduled to be played in Murfreesboro, will now be in Durham. However, that game has been moved from its original date of August 30th, 2025, will now be played on September 15th of 2029. So make sure you mark that on your calendar. 
A second change to the Middle Tennessee 2025 non-conference schedule has also been made. The Blue Raiders will now host Austin P on August 30th that season, which is two weeks earlier than previously scheduled uh, of September 13th. The Middle Austin P contest had to be moved after the Blue Raiders scheduled a home-and-home -home series with Nevada, and the first contest is set for September 13th, 2025 in Reno. Middle has also set the date for their future home contest against the Army Black Knights. The Blue Raiders began a home-and-home -home series with the Black Knights of the Hudson in 2020 in West Point, which resulted in an Army victory. A date for the second and final game of the series was not announced at the time, but has now been scheduled for September 4th, 2032, per the Blue Raider website. So make sure you put that one in your calendar. 2032, Middle Tennessee and Army in Murfreesboro. All right, women's basketball, they've got an exhibition game coming up this Friday night against UT Southern. And... Uh, the Lady Raiders will shine the light on the MTSU Student Food Pantry during that exhibition game. As part of the initiative, fans will have the opportunity to purchase discounted tickets for the game for $8. Normally, they're $15 by bringing two donated food items. The MTSU Student Food Pantry is a vital resource for MTSU students and has been dedicated to addressing food insecurity among students since its inception uh, 11 years ago. Over, the time, over that time, it has played a significant role in supporting students facing economic challenges and ensuring that they have access to nutritious food. The pantry has not only provided sustenance, but also fostered a sense of community and care within the MTSU family. And while the offer is a, a discounted ticket for bringing items, those of you who have season tickets, and there are a bunch of you, don't let that uh, hesitate you into bringing some items and help restock the MTSU food pantry. There will be uh, places for the donations uh, as you walk in the door. And we end things on a sad note today. Faye Brandon, age 96, of Murfreesboro, went to be with her savior on October 22nd. That was yesterday a native of Cannon County and the youngest daughter of Charlie Joe and Bertha Gaither Brandon. She was a 1945 graduate of Woodbury Central High School and earned her bachelor's degree in 1949 from Middle Tennessee State College. She taught freshman English in Ohio before earning her master's degree in 1959. She then uh, taught at Radford University uh, Elementary PE in Moorhead before coming to Middle Tennessee and teaching health and PE until her retirement. And Faye likes to tell everyone that she was one of the first uh, Lady Raider basketball players before it was ever even a sanctioned team. She played when they when they actually play basketball uh, in Kirksey, Old Maine. She will certainly be missed. We're going to miss Faye Brandon. All right, that is it for today. Another update for you coming tomorrow. Are you paying hundreds of dollars too much for your home and auto insurance? Let the team at My Team Insurance help, a true independent insurance agency that represents you in protecting your home, your cars, your business, your life, and your health. Call My Team Insurance today, 895-4201. That's 895-4201. 
Proud to be sponsoring the Blue Raiders and proud to say, let's go Blue. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Jeff Jordan with me on All Sports Talk today, brought to you by Fans Heating and Air, Lee Kaufman Financial Services with Edward Jones. Phillies uh, still trail three to three to one in the top of the fifth, Jeff, in game six. <clears throat> Plenty of time, no problem. Astros and uh, Rangers play tonight. I think it's 6:40. I believe is the first pitch. For those that uh, are interested in watching that uh, along the way, uh, you you kind of when he went through the deal and found the Army game had now been scheduled for 30, 30, 2032. You, you kind of cringed your face a little bit. It it really has been interesting the last five years in particular, even before that. But last two two or three years <laughs> schedules. By everybody, yeah. it's crazy when they schedule uh, 10, to 10, 12 years out. Those kids I guess, the, I guess they, it works, but it, it does seem a little bit odd. Those kids are in the second grade right now, those Army cadets that we'll play against. So, But that that's okay. You know, I, and I think uh, the Army, I, I believe Army, I know they're not a, you know, the Notre Dame of 2023 or anything, but uh, – to me, they they carry some some wallop, don't you think? I oh, mean, sure. It, I mean, it's, it's an honor. Oh, absolutely. That's 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 a, a must see game to me. Me too. Uh, for for a lot of reasons. Uh, so we'll see about that. The, the Duke game being here next year is pretty interesting. I, yeah, I agree. That and Duke is, by the way, a really good football team right now. They they've been the floor mats of the ACC for years. Doormats, I guess I should say. But uh, last two, three years in particular, they've they played very well. Lost their quarterback on Friday night or, or Saturday night, excuse me, or very well might have been Florida State. Well, they uh, they also carry a, a, a big name, uh, and perhaps it's because of basketball. I don't I don't know, but they have had some really fine football teams over there as well. And and within the last four or five years, they have been in the upper division of of, of the ACC anyway. Jeff, you were. Asking about what about why did he Chip Chip not mention Ole Miss? And I said, well, the reason is he only did the ones that changed. Ole Miss is on the schedule next year, along with uh, open with Tennessee Tech at home, at Ole Miss, Duke at home, and then at Memphis. That's <laughs> challenging schedule to be sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and, right. and an interesting one because Memphis is a a, a game that. Uh, what six, eight, ten years ago? That was a really good series we had with them for about uh, eight years, I believe it was. Uh, and I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, Middle won about five of those eight. I'm not sure that's going to be the case now. Memphis has uh, had good football. We, we, sh- we shall see. But uh, it's an attractive schedule. Ole Miss is a, is a game that a lot of people will like to go to because of hotty toddy. So. <laughs> 
grade it any way you want to. That's the schedule. Let, let's let's get away from football. What do you think? Well, if that's if that's what you want to do, I will ask you a question well, before we do that. Please do. <laughs> this is a loaded question. Okay. Do, do, would you think? Would you say that maybe it's time that we uh, reevaluate this business of playing? squads to open up the year uh, such as to just this year but it's been many years and maybe uh, game two or three that against teams that we just we know we cannot beat we do it for money it, we, do you think it's time to reevaluate that well i think i think it kind of goes back to what they say in the bible the, the money is the root of all evils and that, <laughs> that's kind of where, where we're at here i i guarantee you stock would much rather play somebody other than two or three well duke Ole Miss and Memphis, those three very losable games, let's just say it that way, Jeff, as opposed to playing Austin Peay, uh, Tennessee Tech, uh, Indiana State, and, and uh, Charlestown High School. <laughs> Charlestown's probably pretty good. Well, uh, <laughs> well your, your point's well made. Yeah. There are some, some teams that aren't very good that start out the season 4-0 because they simply don't play anybody in the first four games that, that are any good in middle will likely be behind the eight ball next year when they get into conference play once again by playing such a tough schedule. But money is apparently needed. Well, I I know it's needed. Yeah, it is needed. I I'm, and I've I would just I just wonder about it. I have people that ask me well, about sure. it all the time. You know, why in the world would we ever go to Alabama? I don't care about the million dollars. Well, okay. Well, I I, I care about the million dollars. We need You're not buying for, the helmets in the... No, we need it for a lot of things. But then you look around and you see that Tennessee State, and I have no interest in them particularly at all, uh, except that Eddie George is the coach, you know, and they go to Notre Dame. Um, okay. So years from now, you can tell your grandchild, well, I played against Notre Dame, you know. Sure. And, and that would be true. Uh, and we got we got big money for doing that. Well, that would be true. But did we get any better? Did we win any more games did we win that game? Well, the answer is maybe we got better. No, we didn't win. Uh, I, I'm just you know, not sure. It, 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 it's a fair question to ask. And sometimes, rather than you and I and, and all of us that think we know something about sports, speculating on that, maybe the thing to do is ask, have a show dedicated to that very thing and have two or three different people from different places to discuss that issue and see. Is the money really worth it? I think that's what you're asking, right? I think I think that is yes, I think so. And I'm not ignoring this. We've had some games against we'll call them big time, big name opponents, and we've won. Sure. So, well, as a matter of fact, Missouri this right. year was was on the ropes. The right the ball bounces the right way in a couple of places. Middle Tennessee wins that game. Missouri's right what uh, twenty. 20th in the country right now. Yep. So, okay, I'm sorry. You wanted to get away from football. Well, let's, let's get away from it. <laughs> all right, let's 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 uh, let's talk basketball. Okay. Middle Tennessee opens the season a week and a half from now, the regular season. I think the first playoff, excuse me, exhibition games are actually played Friday night, the Lady Raiders player. Right. Against uh, what used to be Tennessee Martin and now UT Southern, the school in, in uh, Pulaski, Tennessee. New roster for the Lady Raiders, mixed in with a group of players that have played before. It, Coach Insel's, I think, has got a very good ball club. Uh, lost Kenesha Malaska, which I think was, to me, was the best player in the league at times. One of the most uh, inconsistent players in the league at times. Did some things, oh, gosh, I just, I just want to pull my hair when she 
what little help I've got when she makes some of the silly fouls that she made or she come down the floor, rebound and come flying down the floor. I knew exactly what was going to go. It's going on to third row. Right. But when the money was on the line and you need somebody to score, you post her up inside. She was pretty good. Yes. And I, I agree with your, your sort of analysis of the team before we ever do anything. It does look on paper that both size and experience and what we hear about the talent uh, I, I think we're going to have a really fine year. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm hopeful that that's going to happen. I believe it will happen. Uh, on the other hand, you, you always have to take this stuff with a grain of salt. And you and I have heard this many, many years when you sign somebody, not just at middle, but anywhere. Sure. And they always crow about how good they are. And they, they led the so-and-so with, you know, this, this or that or the other. And then they get out here and you never hear from them again. Well, I, that think, happens. I think this year's team, Jeff, as a matter of fact, I'd be surprised if anybody new comes in and starts this year. I would, I, too. I think the, the roster, the top five will be roster players that we've seen. The young lady from Clarksville High School – who didn't play much last year, but when she did, she was dynamite. She'll take over the, the three spot, I would say. We got the one and two back. Uh, Anastasia Boldreva from Russia, a junior. Coach Insel says she's now six seven. She's big. And for a big girl that uh, looks somewhat like a gawking, she's got good hands and feet. I mean, she really moves yeah. well around the basket. Yeah, uh, that that is correct. And I... Uh, we have, well, for a long time, really, needed a, a post girl on both ends of the floor. We, we need yes. defense and offense. And many times we've had, you know, we, we play somebody that's got the big girl and we don't have one to guard her, so we have to double team, which leaves us vulnerable somewhere else. Maybe we won't have to do that this year. Well, I, I, I left out true. the blood and guts of the team, and that's Whitson in her fifth year, plays the four spot. So uh, those five, I think, will be the starting five to start the season. Now, the, the backups are likely to come from that group of people that have come in new. We'll just have to see how they are. But uh, I'm anxious to see them play. I'm going to try to ease out to practice tomorrow. If, uh, Coach Insel says if anyone's invited would like to come in and behave themselves to come in at 1 o'clock on the afternoon and, and watch the team practice. Uh, so I'm going to ease out, out there tomorrow and see what that looks like. The, the men, uh, by the way, Lady Raiders got all eight votes, nine votes, nine votes for to win the championship this year. Odds on favors to win it, and, uh, and I think that's probably accurate. But uh, they still got to play. The men uh, picked along with Liberty to be at the top of the league as well. So it could be a good year for the Blue Raiders. Well, I'm I'm extremely hopeful, and I know um, one thing that Rick can do this year, and he, he does it every year. But this this year, you can feel very comfortable doing it, and that is he he'll spend about the first six weeks really looking for his, the right five that work the best together. And he's looking for team chemistry and who can contribute where. And he's going to have lots of players to choose from this year, evidently. Rick is usually looking for the right seven, maybe eight. He rarely goes down down the bench any farther than that unless injuries or foul trouble make that happen. But uh, you got a six-five young lady comes in that looks like she's – to me, I've, I've watched her practice one time, looks like she certainly can play. And a transfer came, comes in from Florida International who was a, on the freshman all-conference team last year. So we'll just have to see. The men on the other side, Jeff, they are going to depend upon new players to make it or not uh, because we lost three really good players to the portal, which is going to happen, sadly enough. But uh, apparently there's some pretty good kids to take their spots. Well, you know, the, the, the portal, <laughs> it can really help you. 
and it can just kill you. Uh, you, you. You work all year with somebody, and they turn out to be maybe a, potentially a, a star, and they're gone, you know? Sure. Uh, and and, maybe, and you, obviously you have to replace them somehow, some way. So, and I, I'm, I'm sure you've noticed this. I, it happens every football game that I watch on television. The announcers inevitably will say, you know, about some kid that did, it did something. Said, now he came in from, sure, just pick your school, you know, and, and transferred in from so and so. They never didn't even start there. Uh, and he took somebody's place who probably left. So it, it's, that's the way it is. You got to, you got to be on top of that portal thing and recruiting and finding players. You just got to, that's just all part of it. It puts a lot of pressure on coaches. I didn't hear the stats from last year, Jeff, but I know the year before that, the average number of players transfers from a men's basketball team was four and a half. So if you lost four, you were under the curve. That four is a lot of players to have to change and go recruit somebody else to come in. And you better be working the phones a lot and looking at portal and see if you can find somebody that, that can play. So far, our Lady Raiders have dodged that bullet for the most part, uh, lost a good little point guard that transferred to Arizona from last year. But by and large, they've dodged that bullet. And football two years ago was hit very hard with, with it this past year not. So, it's, it's gosh, it's changed coaching so much, Jeff. Uh, I, I thought recruiting was a horrible task in college sports to start with. <laughs> yeah, And now I it's become too. beyond horrible to me. You, uh, you, you better have somebody, probably two somebodies, on your football or basketball staff that just keeps up with players all over the country. Sure. That That's what they do. Uh, and they may not even coach. That's just what they do. Find looking for a forward, who's available, where are they? And, um, of course, you got to be real careful, to, uh, you know, just like the regular recruiting that you have during the year. You offer something, they accept it, and then two weeks later you're sorry you offered it because somebody else is available that's better. It's it's a, it's a problem. It really is. Well, in women's basketball, Middle Tennessee, the last two really good players they've gotten off the portal have both come from in in conference. That's so, correct. You know, I don't know whether they've rubbed elbows with somebody going off the floor. Hey, why don't you come to Middle next year? Or or they come in and see Middle on on their schedule and and see the fans that are here and the program they've got and say, you know, I'd really like to play for them. I wonder if they got a spot for me. So I I don't know what it works, but. Uh, these are two players that Coach Insel and staff are very familiar with that they've had. Well, I, I, I just I believe that uh, I just have the, a feeling that we're, this is going to be a really good year for Lady Raiders and for the men as well. I, 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 but I'm not as sure of the men as I am the women, but I'm, I'll be there anyway, so I'm, I'm very hopeful. Season tickets on sale, and I'm told, uh, and, and I know it's true, as a matter of fact, not just told, that the women's season ticket sales are ahead of schedule. They've already sold more season tickets than it had sold for last year. And it got another week or so to renew. So uh should be a good thing. Uh, Murphy Center, as I mentioned a couple, three weeks ago, Jeff, uh, getting two new scoreboards, vision yep. boards. In, right. And I made the comment then, and I still do. I, I thought the vision boards we had were just fine. But uh, we're, we're spending that Alabama money, I guess, to buy a scoreboard for the <laughs> Murphy Center. You remember that huge scoreboard we used to have? It was really quite good. But it was at center court, yeah. and it had, you know, and it, it, that thing was monstrous. Uh, the one but, if it fell in mid court would have killed five players. Oh, it would. Yes, would have wiped out half the gymnasium. Uh, and as a matter of fact, you, 
they could get it down to about three feet from the floor, three or four feet from the floor maybe. It could be, and they had to do that because you had to change lights and stuff, you know, and burnouts and so forth. But I, I walked around it when that thing, gosh almighty, it's big as a battleship. But it's no longer there. So By that's the good. way, for those that don't know, that don't go to football games and are not aware, when you come to Murphy Center and park in Greenland Drive parking lot, it's going to look a little different going to Murphy Center because of the, the building, <laughs> yeah. the football stadium that's going on right now. And it'll, it'll change a little bit of the enter, enter and regress out of the stadium. Well, and, of course, the, the major change in, in Murphy Center uh, is that uh, the, the Dr. Bobby Gardner, uh, who has been at Middle since the 1900s, the early 1900s, <laughs> is not keeping the book this is year. Is that right? That is correct. He has retired. And uh, I, I, Is he I, in the Scorekeeper's Hall of Fame or anything like I that? I don't know anything about that now. He, 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 he is a legend but uh, over there and, of course, had a lot of school records, matter of fact, when he played. Uh, but anyway, uh, I, I was a good friend of mine, of course, and, and yours as well. Sure, yes. Uh, and I'm going to miss him keeping that book. But he was a, a very good Bookkeeper, uh, let's, 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 a very good player at middle, by the oh, way. Oh yeah, very let's good. Let's drop another name, Larry Stewart, who played here. Many people will know the principal at Las Casas School right. for years and years and years. Both those are in the what early '60s were star players at middle in basketball. Right, right. And Larry held a, a scoring record, I think, for one year maybe. I, I know, of course, we got three pointers now to figure in, which they didn't have then. But anyway, outstanding players, and Larry comes to the, a lot of the ball games. So. You know, anyway, I'm looking forward to a great year over there. It'll be a lot of fun. All right, we're going to wrap things up for All Sports Talk. As I mentioned, no Rick's Talks Alive tonight because there's not a Middle Tennessee football game this Saturday, but he'll be back on next Monday. High school football, Thursday night, Friday night, all over the place. Get out and see your favorite team play. Have a good day. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Fat Willie Sports Bar, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Reburn Insurance in Smyrna.